0: Welcome to the Sprint to Profit Podcast with Kirsty and Isaac. If you are an Amazon seller looking to grow your business with some of the latest tactics and strategies, along with some great guidance for your overall business, then you are in the right place. So pay attention and if needed, take notes. Let's get started.
1: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sprint to Profit Podcast. It's Kirsty and Isaac here. This podcast was developed by and for Amazon sellers to highlight the very best strategies on how to grow your Amazon business, and to get valuable insight from sellers, to illustrate the ups and downs of selling on this incredible platform. In this episode, we're going to be speaking with a friend and member of ours who is an Amazon seller himself, Abdur Ait El-Makjub. And it's fun to talk with Abdur because he's got a lot of energy and, you know, we brought him on here because I think you guys are going to really enjoy learning his insights from his business experience and seeing his experience and his journey so far. So, Kirstie, I'll kind of turn it over to you, and then we'll go ahead and get started speaking with Abder.
2: Yeah, so hi, Abder again. I think the last time we saw you was last October in person. Yeah. Yeah, so you've been busy a lot since then. Obviously, we know a lot about you, but one thing that we always like to start with is, you know, what was your journey? Where have you come from, literally? (laughs) But also, you know, how did you find the Amazon opportunity, and, and what was life like before you found the Amazon opportunity?
0: Thank you. Uh, thank you, uh, Christian and Isaac. Yes, before knowing the Amazon business, so I work in the corporate uh, investment. It's a French company. And my day was like almost working 14 hours a day. I don't have a life. I didn't have a life at all. And I was a business trip in, uh, in India, going back from India, stopping in Paris. And I was checking YouTube, and I saw how, how to do the business via Amazon. I knew nothing at that time. And I start watching videos and I was looking for the training and I found ASM without any hesitation. So I put ASM and I start because that's what I was looking for. So I start uh, with ASM and each time I was just following the steps blindly and taking action until I get the product <laughs> in, uh, in Amazon. And it came right two days after when I was in the Silicon and I didn't know how to sell it out. That time I was looking at the videos and I saw the Northbound Academy, I saw you guys, and then they keep saying, oh, does anyone know the uh, North Academy? And this is where I met you, Christy. So yeah. it was a big journey, but uh, Amazon is definitely the type of business that I was looking for. But now it's, I am there, I am here.
2: Great, so you were working 14 hour days which is a, a long a long slog, right? So obviously you were like, Okay, I need to and if you don't mind me asking, you'd have to tell me your exact age because, you know, it's very personal. But you know, what kind of age group are you in right now? How long have you been in that industry?
0: So I'm um, uh, I don't know, forty.
2: Fish? No forty, I'm just
0: <laughs> 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 I look younger than that, I know. <laughs>
2: i'm joking i'm joking yeah so i think we see this a lot that that's exactly what happened to me so i probably started um thinking about it late 30s right say very similar um, experience and you're like hang on a minute i'm getting to this point where am i really going to do this for like the next however long right so it sounds i can completely feel where where you were coming from and then you found asm you did the course, you started taking action, like you said. So when you, obviously taking action is brilliant. That's what we want people to do because a lot of people buy stuff, they watch all the videos and they don't do anything, right? So what kind of hurdles did you actually come up against as you were going through that, the, that course? Then you said you were taking action, but what, why did it feel like it wasn't working?
0: So probably you know this, it's coming from the corporate, big corporate. So we work based on the numbers. And when I was doing ASM, as I said, I was following the steps blindly. I did not understand the numbers, and I didn't even have the numbers. So I remember first, uh, I think it was the second session coaching with Isaac, and he told me, "What are your numbers?" I, and I always said, uh, "I don't know. I would love to have them, but I don't know how to get them, and I don't know how to use them." That's the biggest challenge that was for me. As soon as I knew the number, then I worked back ho- backward and. Uh, start to understand the full process. But that's definitely, it was the big challenge for
1: me. Yeah, and I think that, you know, any business owner or anybody who's even running or starting a business, that doesn't pay attention to, you know, how many people are on their on their storefront or walking into their building or understanding how many people buy something or what the conversion rates are, or what kind of key metrics there are. It's just like, you, you don't know what to do to fix anything if something goes wrong. So why aren't you tracking this and understanding it? And I remember working with you and you were just going, wait a second. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty good idea. Maybe I should start paying attention to that.
0: Cool. Sure. Yeah.
1: yeah. So when you started to kind of see things, you know, see the, 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 the clouds lifting and the fog going and you could actually see a road, what was the kind of things that, you know, you, you started to see that started to turn you, you know, into like a better business person on, and what kind of barriers and constraints did you say, you know what, like, I need to get over these, but there's going to be an actual path now instead of just like, you know, it's just all, all, all wilderness and I don't know what to do.
0: Yes, uh, that's definitely. So we go back to the numbers. So first thing uh, is that taking decision-based on the number that my product that I selected, it wasn't good. So I felt comfortable to say, okay, this product, I have to liquidate it and move on to the next one because as we said, the numbers never lie. That's one. Second, going backward, and what I liked uh, what you were mentioning, I know you had a hard time to make me understand it in the product selection, the keyword, keep working over the weekend. Uh, even I, will, I remember I was on vacation. All vacation is in the hotel and working on defining the, the product. And it said, my spreadsheet, like I'm proud of myself. And the it back. Isaac said, oh, no, that's not the correct one. It's like OK, let's redo it again. But actually, I understood the keyword is the most important part on the product selection.
1: Yeah, and that's a great point. Yeah, that's a great point because if you're doing the research on the wrong keywords, you're going to get skewed data and you're going to think that it might look good or it might look worse than it is depending on what keyword you're looking up. And it really comes down to just knowing, okay, look, what is this thing called? What do people usually search for this thing? And that's where your main competition usually is. So that's pretty good. I do have one question. So if you could just like you know, magically remove any barriers and constraints right now in your business. What would you say, like, hey, you know what? If I want to grow this business, I'm going to do this. Like, what would you do other than like add a million dollars in cash flow right now?
0: I will, what I will do, I will masterize the three things that I keep repeating. That's simple. I think that's what I like, what I'd like to watch your coaching. So before I answer your question, I have to go back.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I was more focusing on creating the website, making a fancy photo, making like, I don't know, in the Facebook community, I even paid somebody in the, I think it was in Pakistan that was doing for me the Instagram. And all of this, it's just the fancy stuff. So with your training, it helped me to go back to the basic. Just understand three basic things. And I focus on product selection based on the keyword, Know my planning and the metrics and follow them and keep repeating the same process until I get it stabilized and then I move to the next step.
1: Because
0: yeah. what I did, the big mistakes, I know you told me I had four products selected at the same time, just I launched them at the same time, having four suppliers, four shipping plan, for like the, the launching process, the PPC. So I couldn't keep up with all of this. So now if you ask me, I have to redo it. Just keep these three processes, product selection, optimize the listing, and the launching plan. And they keep repeating this process until you get it done.
1: For one yeah, and don't do it all at once, right? Yeah. Spread them out.
2: Mm, that's brilliant. It sounds like we've brainwashed you well. Sounds really good. <laughs> 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 now, I remember sitting next to you at SellerCon, actually, at one of the lunches. Mm. And we were chatting, and then, and you were saying, you know, yeah, I've got, four products on the way. Uh, I was was like, (laughs) no.
0: Don't do that.
2: (laughs) Don't do it. But yeah, I mean, it's a common mistake because we're all, you know, we want to get this done, right? We want to have this drive. We've got this ambition. There is nothing wrong with that. However, I I think the key thing that you're saying is that you need to learn first. You're going to make mistakes, even with the best coaching, because... That's life, like that things happen, so you want to minimize that as much as possible, learn as much as possible, and then, like you said, just focus in on those core three things, perfect them, and then keep doing it over and over again so I'm really glad that you uh, that you brought that up
1: because. Thank you. I was yeah. going to bring up an analogy because it, it feels like a lot of times when that happens, it's like somebody jumping in a car for the first time and trying to race like NASCAR and just seeing how many crashes you can get into. <laughs> Whereas like normally people get in a car, they like drive around a parking lot real slow, do some parallel or like some perpendicular parking or whatever, get used to that. They don't just like see how many times they can crash right away, right? That's yeah, go got car. a bronze wow. yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> But you know, yeah. Abda, I love your energy. I love the, the drive. Thank you. Yeah, it's good. good. You you don't want to lose that. You just want to kind of temper it a little bit. And then once you've, (laughs) like Isaac said, you know, once you've actually got the process, then you can, that's when you go full throttle, right? Now, the thing is, obviously you made some mistakes. We all do. But you've also been successful, right? So what do you think makes you successful? And what do you think makes someone successful in, you know, doing this business or doing, you know, chasing their their dreams and making it happen?
0: I thing I will say, it's one word, or everything I summarize it in one one word, is the trust. So I have the full trust in the system, I have the full trust in you, so when you tell me something, it's not because you want to block me, or you don't want to work with me, it's for my benefit. So when you tell me something, I just follow it. If it's wrong, that means I miss-explain myself. Or Mm -hmm. maybe I did not give the full picture about the environment. So to me, the trust, it's important. Mm-hmm. I have to come and my, I open my placard and I speak with you. And then with that, you can help me. If I don't share with you my product, if I don't show you what I'm doing, if I don't show you my metrics, if you tell me one thing and I'm doing different products, it won't work.
2: <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, that's great. So essentially like being open, being able to take criticism, being able to take direction, From people that have done it before, like you said, of course we've got your best interests at heart. We don't want you to fail, Mm. so that's that's a really cool answer. I don't think we've had that type of answer before. Actually, it's more like what we call a touchy-feely answer, just because it's more inside, intra, internal versus external, right? Yeah. But um, no, I think that's one thing that we find when people work with us. It is the people that listen. It is the people that takes the right action and correct it when they need to, that have the most results and the most success.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I would say, you know, from from my perspective, you know, the, the ability of our, of our working together, you know, us seeing everything, like you said, that does create trust. It, you have to have that trust in the, in the beginning. And obviously, we do have some, some program participation agreements and stuff like that to, to kind of ease that and make sure that that's all, you know, legal and stuff. But when it comes to time to work with somebody, if you're hiding everything, how are you going to, how are they going to know how to help you? And how are you going to know what to even tell them? Like what, what they need to hear because Absolutely. you can't, you can't fix a problem. It'd be like a plumber going into, you know, like a sewer blindfolded trying to figure out where the leak and what's <laughs> wrong and all this other stuff. It's going to take a lot longer to figure that problem out. Right. So yes. and it helps to be able to see everything. So as far as when you actually started realizing, okay, you know, I've, I've got some issues here. I need, I need some help. You know, I've got four products going, but I don't really know what to do now. You know, what was the one thing that you felt made you change and be successful? Like, what was the, what was the thing that said, okay, inside, you know, was uh, maybe the answer is, you know, just not knowing or or not having a clear plan, but what was the thing that kind of triggered you to say, you know what, I got to do something different now?
0: It was after Christmas, so obviously, so I put all the plan that you gave us an advice before Christmas. I have everything it was working. And then my sales, bike went to the roof. Boom. And after Christmas, it started to slow down. And then I have to pay more for the PPC to keep the sales. And because the traffic went down, and I can see it was very hard from the cash management standpoint. Because when I was doing the cash inventory, even though if I have to keep up, I couldn't keep up with buying the new inventory and keeping the cash for the PPC to have the organic sales. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this is where I said, hold on a second, let's step back, liquidate the toxic product, and they focus on the most profitable products.
1: Yeah, so basically, even though the products sell... Or we're selling when you had to do the reorders, and obviously, on top of the PPC raising, your cash flow started to look real, real weak. And you were like, "Uh, well, I can't keep going on like this, or else I'm gonna run out of money. Yes. Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. And I think um, it's important to know that, right, as well, because like you said, you've had all the coaching, you've had the great training, you still kind of went forward with what you had. Because that's the other thing. At the end of the day, if you've already put things in motion, you've bought stock. So you've got to kind of sell it through. You're not just going to dump the whole thing, right? So we have to work on, okay, well, this probably might not be the best route forward for you, but let's work on how we're actually going to work with what you've got, and then we'll kind of start fresh after all of that stuff, right? So there's a balance between here's the perfect plan and here's what we need to kind of like fix in the meantime to get you there. So it's great that you were able to do that, understand it, and take the action because – that's when a lot of people give up, I think. I think they just kind of go, oh, I'm in too deep. I don't really know what to do next. I'll just get rid of everything and just shut up shop and go back to my 14 hours a day. Yeah. Now, I think that's a key thing for you as well. Um, talking about being successful is that you have a very, very strong why. I remember when you first came into the group and you were very vulnerable. I mean, you did something that I've not ever seen anyone else do, actually, which is you did a video and you posted it in our community, and you were like, I need you to help me, and this is why, right? Because we ask people when you first start, hey, tell us your why, why, because that's very important to keep you moving. And um, I remember me, I still have goosebumps just thinking about it because I remember watching it and going, oh shit, we better help this guy because he has got (laughs) a very, very strong why. Not just about the job, it's about what the job was taking you away from and not allowing you to do, like living the life with your kids. And you're originally from Morocco, you know, you kind of live in the dream in terms of, you know, you've, you've come away from Morocco, you're in the United States, you're, you know, you live in yeah. the American dream, but they were trying to put your company, I think, was trying to push you over to another job. So yeah. in the UK, which I can imagine, you know, being from the UK, it rains a lot. You definitely don't want to live there. <laughs> but it's another thing, isn't it? I had a similar experience. You know, people wanted to promote me into a different role, into a different country, And you're like, whoa, they're trying to accelerate me and I just want to stop. So, you know, you have that very intrinsic why, which I think if people are listening to this, I know we say this stuff, people go, yeah, 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 I'm doing it because I want more time with my kids. But that's not the thing, right? It's an intrinsic, deep down why. So maybe you can just share a little bit. You don't have to say what it is, but maybe you can just share a little bit about what that meant to you and how it's kind of kept you going as well.
0: I that I, I rem- what makes me change is absolutely it's you and it's the process of the change. I remember when I met with you first time I said I've gone and you told me, oh, it's feasible but you can achieve this objective, but you don't need all that money. You don't need the big house with fancy what? Uh, at the time I did not take your comment says, And then when I was following the process, I understand what you were talking about at the beginning and then of what's real freedom. And when I did my why and I had to put the visual board for my objectives, why I'm doing that, it changed the whole thing.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Actually, I have it in front of me, uh, the visual board, why I'm doing this. So then you shift the mindset about like working long hours, working... uh, only for the, the someone else, not for yourself, you don't see your family, then you shift from the money needs to the self needs, what I need.
2: Yeah, what, what you actually need to fuel you to be happy, right? Yeah. I, and you know, it's great if you've got a fancy car, if you love fancy cars, but do you really need that right now to be happy? And that yeah. that was kind of, I mean, down the road and you want a Lamborghini, happy days, but... Yes. A lot of lonely
1: time. middle-aged men out there, Kirsty. That's how they get happy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't get a woman anymore, right? So they get a again. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely don't need that, Abda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've obviously been through this journey. What advice would you give to someone who's thinking about starting their Amazon business right now? Or is it is in a similar position to what you were?
0: Big advice that I would give. So three uh, three advice. one. Don't, so it will sound like a marketing for real, but it's not what real, it's what I feel. Don't come to the real when it's already broken. So that's the biggest thing that I feel is uh, an issue for all of us, most of the sellers that we do. So we go do some trainings, either YouTube or wherever, and then when it thinks it's not working, then we come to the coaching to say, hey, help me to fix this. hmm if I found you at the beginning, it would be, I would be in the much more position right now than before. And it's across the board. That I can see your face that's true. I never seen anyone come into at least my experience coming to the set, uh, to the real team and said, I'm just starting from scratch. I never did it. <laughs> All of us came and said, I did it, but it's not working, I need help.
2: Yeah, it's like where the emergency doctor.
0: <laughs> yes.
2: No one wants to be that person, right? <laughs> no. no, it's a, it's a good point that you make actually, and it might just be because of naturally the circles that we've moved in, and we've that's that's kind of who we've attracted, right? But I agree. Coming to us first makes the difference in terms of setting it up the right way in the first place, right? So not saying that any other training out there is wrong. It's just that the way that we, because we work with you, I mean, maybe you can tell it more from your experience versus me kind of telling
0: a, it. A, a huge difference uh, that you're working with us. I can see you like twice a week. I can talk with you. I can post. I, uh, and also I, have, uh, I can share my product with other, other communities. So everybody, every, everyone can on it. Because for the other training, when you find the product, you don't know if it's the correct one. You need kind of some comfort, someone tell you, yes, I know this product is good, or no, 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 I know this product. MIT preserved the it in the past and didn't work. Yeah. And that's what's happened for my product when I shared with Isaac. By right the way, he sent me, I know that people from the past did this one and it's high competition. I had hard time to understand him, but it was the truth.
1: Mm-hmm. Second, no I was and so. just going to say, and that's, and that's an issue when everything's hidden, you, you know, everybody could be having the exact same product, but they can't tell, tell each other that it's the exact same product, right?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to the big hall and they're watching you because they've been there. Yeah. Just continue. <laughs> uh, a second one is the cash management advice. I remember the same thing that Amanda was telling me, hey, be careful with your cash, be careful with your cash. And I didn't understand that at the first uh, timing, but I think uh, before you start anything, you have to have a very, very good vision and planning about the cash and what does it mean.
2: Mm-hmm. So having a plan for, so you've got a budget, right? And that, this is the thing. It's not a case of, uh, you need a certain amount to start. We always say that. There's no way you're going to start with $500. That's just, that'll get you a logo, guys, and that's it, right? <laughs> so we're saying (laughs) if you do it properly (laughs) so we're saying at least five thousand dollars for your inventory and and launching ideally a bit more than that but you know we can work with that but that's the idea we work with the budget that you have and then does that actually meet the first basically sourcing if you like you know the first order plus the second order because hopefully what you're going to do is you're going to launch great and you're going to have to place your second order Before the first one comes in, uh, before the first one, um, you get all the cash back from the first one. So that's the kind of parameters that I think a lot of people don't think about and probably we didn't think about when we first started and we've just learned it along the way, right? That's one of the key things about working with people that have done it before as well.
0: Yes, and plus the giveaway. Yeah. Budget, so when I started, I have no idea what giveaways means, no idea. I have the product in Amazon I said I'm starting to hear, okay, what is your giveaway? How many giveaway you're giving, how many rebate. That was not a budget.
2: Yeah. 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 And exactly, you know, learning that up front before you even source the product, you've got that you've got that to plan into your budget as well, right? So yeah. You're in a good
1: spot now. Just to clarify, like we, we call them giveaways, but it's basically promotional units, right? It doesn't have to be free giveaways. It's, it's a discounted price on your launch price. But yeah, you still have to factor all those costs in because you're not getting a profitable uh, sale out of those products up front. And that's what you need to pl- uh, plan out because it's basically at a loss depending on how much you give it away or discount it for really. Yes. So one question for you, Abder, because you know, you've had the ups and downs. Uh, Every Amazon seller goes through this journey as well. And, uh, you know, it it gets scary, it gets emotional, it gets uh, to the point where you might wanna quit, but, uh, you know, you've kind of managed to get past that. So how, you know, give us an idea of how your business is going right now, so that way people can say, oh yeah, well, he's not bankrupt and destitute, he's living on the street right now.
0: (laughs) No, No, absolutely not. No, 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 it's absolutely not. So yes, I (laughs) indeed. I did have a good uh, sales, uh, monthly sales, until December for the four product. Then I saw the sales is out, as I told you, I took the decision to liquidate the other ones. Now, the, one of them, it's, uh, I'm focusing on it, so it's doing well. And then I'm, um, I'm looking some, I have a plan within three months, I have to launch the second product, but so far it's only for this one and only on one market in the US. So, so far, I would say I'm not on the street. I'm, I'm good. I I managed to I mean, to have very, very good uh, children in terms of cash management.
1: Yeah. yeah. Does it make you feel a little bit more clear about how to run the business now that you've got rid of some of those like toxic products, yes. as they call them? Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes.
2: So, absolutely. So, just maybe we can just like do a bit of a synopsis of your journey so when did you start learning about the opportunity and, and you said you did asm first so when was that
0: <laughs> so that was in feb 2019
2: so just over a year ago yes ago. yes yeah so now we're in june 2020 yeah
0: yes so june 2020 now it's perfectly one year that's when i launched my first product
2: that's right because we that's when we met and you were just yes. launched. Yeah. So basically you did the course, you were like, this is amazing, I'm gonna be a millionaire, I'm gonna leave my job by, when did you say you wanted to leave? It was December 2019? December
0: December when I met you the
2: first time. Yeah, so you were like, great, I start in Feb, by December I will have left my job, which you're Mm. very well paid, Mm. right? So then we met in June, And then I was like, well, maybe you want to revise that a little bit, (laughs) (laughs) right? Yeah, Not to damper you too much, but, you know, so then it took from, then we started working together probably July, I think. And then from there through to December, six months, you launched, you'd kind of got rid of one product, I think, and then you'd relaunched um, another one. And then you were thinking about bringing four in. Is that right?
0: Yeah. So the, when I met you on June, I launched already the first product and the second product was coming. That's right. Yeah. So I was already doing two. And then when I started working with you, uh, I had launched two other products. So by October, I had four products
2: because right, I had okay. to make sure that
0: before Thanksgiving, I have those four products.
2: Yeah. So you were very busy because you're working still 14 hour days at your day job, yes. right? So you're definitely an action taker, which is awesome. But you you made a big leap from June through to December. You had some success, and then you realized, actually, Mm -hmm. these three are not going to work. I'm going to get rid of those. I'm going to focus on one. I'm going to get that mum moving. And then now we're in June 2020, and you're about to probably launch a second one very soon, right? Yeah. So, number one, hats off, because you took action. Then you took action to kind of rectify what you just – (laughs) <laughs> you know, the, the brand's hatch that you just kind of smashed into everything, um, which is fantastic. And then now you've, you've kind of taken away a lot of that overwhelm and you know the right path that you're on. Yeah. And that took you like just over 12 months to achieve, yeah. which is pretty cool, I think. You know? Yes,
0: and that's the, my point is if I start from the beginning with, with you, I will be in the better position because I right. will start from the good foundation. So when you yes. don't start with the good foundation, so yes, so wait, I, uh, you have to so go on the road.
2: Yeah, so in terms of, and it's interesting actually, because I've just been chatting with a few people recently who are very new and they've not started their business and they're like, they want to learn first, right? They're like, I'm just going to learn by myself first and then I'll come back. And I'm like, okay. So this is what you're saying is exactly, pretty much what I said is, you're going to end up bumping a lot of the way. You're going to end up probably losing a lot of money Losing your sanity. So if you start with us, you're going to be in three months' time where you are right now. But the good thing is, Abdel, where you are now is that you've learned a lot along the way as well, right? So you know now that's the right path.
0: Yes. Definitely. I gave you another example. It sounds common sense, but it's not. My first product, I have a cheaper to my house. Yeah. So which cost me bringing it to myself, make the inspection, then send it back to Amazon. So yes, someone will tell me, oh, you're stupid, you should have just sent it directly to Amazon. But I had no trust on my supplier that we send it correctly there.
2: Right. Yep.
0: So I need now how to find the middleman that I can trust that he can do the inspection over there.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So it does all this it does cost up uh, in terms of the of all the cost and the timing to get it there.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it adds time, it adds effort, it adds all that other stuff that yeah. you don't really want to do. That's why you built an online business, right? Not so that yeah. you could handle every single piece of, you know, your goods and inventory that you possibly can. Yeah. Your job is to make sure it's good, but you have other other resources available to be able to do that. Okay.
2: Mm. It also comes up a lot, I think, with more sellers that are selling in the country that they're based in. So for me, when I first started, I was, and I'm still not selling in the countries where I'm living, actually. I'm, I am selling in Canada now, but, you know, but because I didn't have, I was in Bali actually when I started. So I didn't even see my first product. I was like, yeah, it'd be all right. Now that I'm not saying you should do that, but <laughs> equally, you know, I didn't have the luxury of being able to send it to me, inspect everything and then ship it. So you kind of have to figure out a way around that. Whereas if you've got everything laid out in front of you, sometimes it's harder to make, those calls because you feel like you need to do that as well. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But it just yeah, takes up time and is cumbersome, right? So, I'm really glad that you are focused, you're on your way, you've made some money, now you know exactly the path that you're on, which yes, is brilliant. Definitely. And just one final question like are you are there any obviously we talked about us, but are there any other resources that kind of really helped you on your journey as well? Is there anything that you would recommend to people just starting out?
0: So, yes, there are other resources that you guys offer or, or the sourcing agents or the partner. But uh, I think that the coaching and the community that we have right now, it's definitely a great community, honestly, to work with.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, whenever I have an issue, the people, they, they are responding to me with the open heart. Mm-hmm. And I, then I have to do the same thing because you can't just take and without giving back. So it's, I think it's great.
2: So, because and that's a good point as well, I think when you first start this, you're, you're pretty much on your own, right? Like you're kind of going through some kind of training and you're like, all right, I think I'm doing the, <laughs> I think I'm doing the right thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So having people around you, number one, are going through the journey at the same pace as you. Also, some other people that are still doing the same thing as you, but have probably had more experience and obviously your coaches as well. And being able to kind of feed off that, that's a really good point yeah. as well, because it's lonely.
0: Yeah. So, for example, the the images as an example. So the, the main image. So when you post on the group, everybody has the view from the French perspective and said, "Oh, I didn't see this like this." This is very helpful. This is how we can make the main image outstand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So stuff I didn't know.
2: Yeah, I <laughs> know. Oh, we worked a lot on your main image. <laughs>
0: yeah, I still have your mockup. We you know that.
2: Yeah, do you?
0: <laughs> yes. I have it and I have also the Isaac, he gave me the plan about the lunch for the PPC, the 50% first month, blah, blah, blah. I still have it as a favourite in my image, so. Nice. (laughs) Brilliant. I told my wife,
1: don't throw this in the garbage. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah, it's a very good post-it note. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, Abber, I I I fully expect and, and look forward to you continuing to grow this business and making mm. it more successful, more profitable. And now that you've got it to where you can actually manage it and understand what products are profitable, you know, I, I don't see anything but a bright future ahead because you've learned the hard way that you can't just pick products blindly and and make a product-based business. And, and you have to have strategies and processes in place, but I appreciate you coming on and sharing your story with us and, and you know, giving us great insights and information for the rest of our community and our, and our listeners. Thank you
0: so much. And thank you for your help yeah, and your patience with me.
1: Yeah. Excellent. So if you guys liked what you heard today on our show, please be sure to hit the subscribe button and share our podcast with friends who might get value out of it as well. Also, if you're looking for some free training, head to www.goteamreal.com to see our real Amazon seller training there. See you on the next show. And we wish you the best for you and your business. Bye for now.
0: Don't forget to subscribe. And if you would like to get more information about selling on Amazon, Head to GoTeamReal.com for some absolutely free training.